Chicka chicka. You see Hamilton yet? I mean, sure. The original Kansas City cast. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you haven't. You, hey, you haven't heard it until you've heard it in the original Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I. I would totally go see Hamilton. I. Some of those right. raps would be really difficult in Klingon. I bet. <laughs> Those fast yeah, you, ones. You, you, hey, the audience. The audience would have to have to wear the Gallagher tarps because <laughs> of a because of the expectoration. This is a fun bit that will presumably not make it on to the podcast. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me want Bob. Heal my car. Shield my tie. Heal high deal. Bob, we'll stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that smells like urine. My name, <laughs> and not cat urine, human urine. It's nice and simple. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, it's Friday, the 5th of January, 1979. And we're listening to ourselves talk about the <laughs> podcast we're recording, which I fucked up the beginning of, even yeah, though I've started done this that like the wrong way. You want to take it again? I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it out. I don't think you will, but okay. <laughs> You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that sounds like it smells like urine. My name is now, now I have to My name in. is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is John Gibson and I'm eating an orange. John It's yet That's another. That's not true. I, I finished it earlier. Yet But I am Jim Davis. Yet another in a long succession of red letter days. We Sorry, have go had ahead, Chris. like we've had a lot of red letter days recently. We've had Christmas, John. We have had New Year's Eve. We have had New Year's Day. We have had our big 200th episode, and today, John, the traditional follow-up to 200, 201. <laughs> First episode of our third century. John, True. what happens True. in today's episode of Garfield? Oh, yeah, that's right. We're reading Garfield. We're reading uh, 201st episode. That's what we're episode. doing, yeah, yeah. In, t in today's episode of Being Jim Davis... If you're jumping in just now... We are reading now, Garfield. <laughs> if you're jumping in for the first time, you're like, If you're just oh, joining us... I think I'd like to start listening to that podcast. I don't want to go all the way, way back to episode one. 201, that seems like a natural starting point. It's like the beginning mm -hmm. of their third season. They'll you probably... You know, anymore, it's... It's hard to find somebody that hasn't listened to this podcast. They'll Chris. probably explain it's like a like, unicorn. They'll probably explain like what's been happening because it's like the start of Century Three. You know, previously on Being Jim Davis, it's that like kind a of thing. it's like a left-handed smoke smoke shifter, Chris. We basically, I like that we're talking about completely <laughs> different things at this point. It's yeah, like, no, I, I think this is a reasonable introduction to our podcast. It's like fifty feet of shoreline, Chris. It's like two conversations <laughs> happening at the same time, and they're both off topic. It's, it's basically a Charles Ives piece. <laughs> but, you know, like, with, with you know, words, oh, conversations. That's such a good reference. That it's Thank exactly you. like Charles it's Ives. It's what I'm usually thinking about. Oh, 
<laughs> a gold star to you, hey, John hey, Gibson. Hey, it's like a Charles Ives piece or a David Ives play. No, that works. No, no, no. Charles Ives. That works yeah, on I so like many David levels. Ives, it's like, Does it? it's exactly right. Uh, two strands <laughs> going on simultaneously, different subjects. But yeah, with that yeah, no, overlay of like the, Americana. I think everybody understood that. Everybody understood it, Chris. I you don't know to, if don't everybody got it. the overlay of Americana, John. <laughs> the way Ives would like a vamp on like a traditional. Okay, go on. It what was brilliant. Happens? It was a brilliant. It was a brilliant thing that I said. It was. I've been working on that for two hundred episodes. So. <laughs> hey, here's to episode four hundred, man. I'll have something. I'll have something really funny to say in episode four hundred. Who knows which avant-garde composer John will <laughs> reference in episode four hundred and one. Will it it's be a, Lucas Foss? It's Colin Nancaro, I think. Mm. Because, because John How, Howard Kent Bimstein starting. Perhaps? No, no, it's Nancaro because <laughs> starting with today's episode, Henry John, we just repeat the first two hundred, but in reverse. Oh, ah, that's good! Hey. Hey. <laughs> Modern classical music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, Elliot Carter. Whew. Uh, Ed, Ed, Edgar, Edgar Varez. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Fair one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. A little Varez. Yep. Um, who else do we like? Okay. Uh, Christoph Pinderetsky. Pendretsky? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like I like me some Pendretsky. He's Polish, though. Oh, are we not include? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were, just doing, Amer- thought we were doing American avant-garde composer. You said Edgar Varese. You know what? Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who was I thinking of? I was thinking of... Uh, who, who wrote Who Cares If You Listen? Is that Milton Babbitt? That was Milton Babbitt, Yeah, yes. okay. Uh, that wasn't his title. I no, it, it wasn't his title. His editors, man. Look, our our podcast wasn't wasn't called Being Jim his, Davis. That title was imposed upon us by the studio. John Milton Babbitt's <laughs> working title for that article was <laughs> "I don't give a fuck if you listen." <laughs> I thought it was "I I hope you listen." Uh, <laughs> I hope you don't listen. It was "You listen, I th- I and I will it, I punch was, you in the face." I thought it was uh, <laughs> "Abstract music is enjoyable for the whole family." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. You want to workshop <clears throat> some more Milton Babbitt humor right now? <laughs> the John, the uh. Milton Babbitt Garfield crossover audience <laughs> is enormous. <laughs> it's like, sure, they come for the Garfield summaries, but they stay for the Milton Babbitt humor. Well, look it up, audience. We're not going to explain it. This is number 201. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a John Cage reference in here somewhere, too. But eh. Sure. We'll, save, if we'll you save, want... that, save that for 400. If you want to get commercial. <laughs> okay. Uh... Oh. <clears throat> where, where, you ever where, listen to... Uh, what panel were we on? You ever listen to John Cage's thing? I forget what it was called. The Finnegan's Wake thing? No. It's a real winner. If you yeah. like listening to John Cage say confusing things, uh, I highly recommend. I don't know what the piece is called, but it's basically, it's like he took Finnegan's Wake and he was like, well, this shit isn't confusing enough. <laughs> I'm going to mix up the words in random order 
and then recite them for roughly an hour. How, how does anybody tell the difference? It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. Also, since it's John K., wouldn't it be like 12 different people reading it from uh, like, all from different random places? You'd think so. Yeah. My memory is it being just him and like flipping random pages. Um, oh, and then there's like there's like one guy is just talking about mushrooms. <laughs> It's, like, ju- it's just a like, radio on in the corner. Like proper like mushroom hunting techniques. Uh, love me uh, some John Cage. Uh, which I um, feel like... <clears throat> which other contemporary classical composer do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I like me some John Adams. You like John Adams? Um, you know. Yeah. I don't dislike John Adams, but I'm not like I'm not crazy for John Adams, you know, like Yeah, I know what you mean. I wouldn't cross the street to avoid listening to John Adams. Yeah. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to hear it. Did hey, did I tell you that he bumped into me at a cocktail party once? No, you did not. Yeah, he did. What were you doing at a cocktail party <laughs> with John Adams? I don't want to get into it right now. It's like, I would like it's to imagine that you were just at a cocktail party that was like you and 15 contemporary American classical composers. Just like, well, he wasn't you invited. Were there. He crashed John it. Adams was there. Was, was Philip Glass there? Yeah, probably. Lucas Foss, I no, imagine. No, Philip Glass so. is too commercial. He wouldn't go to. Uh, he's going to go mean, to the cocktail party. Yeah, I guess you're right. <clears throat> he wants those little hors d'oeuvres. <sighs> Should we. Um, he wants those little hors d'oeuvres. But John. When Philip Glass eats those hors d'oeuvres, he just eats one after another, after another, yeah, after another, yes. after another, after yep. another. And then and then he eats one slightly differently. And, <laughs> and he's like, look how, look how awesome this is that I'm eating it slightly differently now. Yeah. Uh, Should we talk and about... And then Steve Rice God. showed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was trying to remember. Just just uh, winging canapes <laughs> at, at at bystanders, uh, <laughs> oh, oh but you know with like a oh, um, oh, phase oh. shifted tempos. You know we have wasted uh, our lives. <laughs> Frederick Jevsky. <laughs> oh, I love oh. Jevsky. Yeah, is he American? Oh yeah, Frederick Jevsky. Okay, yeah, the guy who wrote four North American ballads. The, I don't know that the piece. The dude who put the Declaration of Independence I said, to I said, music? Oh, yeah. I guess I thought he was uh, South American. I think because, he's American. Because because his, uh, he's wrote that, uh, the, the what is it, a Colombian protest song? Oh, this I don't know. I, the, I thought Frederick Jevsky was American. The People United Will Never Be Defeated? Did he write that? He, he he wrote a, a set of variations. I mean, it's a, it's like a folk song. Mm, well, that's he wrote a thing. set of piano variations. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, <laughs> the American classical music podcast. John, should we talk about Garfield? Yeah. Uh, who's hosting this one? Am I or you? I honestly do not. Are we on remember Friday anymore. or Saturday? I think I'm. I'm yeah, okay. Oh my god, we're Friday. Friday. We're only on Friday. Oh, January. God. This is. This is how our 201st episode begins. John, Friday, January 5th, 1979, 201st ever Garfield, what happens? 
In this 201st installment for Friday, January 5th, 1979, Chris... Garfield composes a series of variations on popular American folk songs. Using a, using a set of dice. Yes. A prepared piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, uh, John and Garfield hold contradictory <laughs> models of the functions of interpersonal relationships. Mm. Hmm. Panel one, Garfield's, or, yeah, Garfield sitting on John's lap. John sitting in a chair, an Garfield easy chair. sitting on John, John sitting on chair. It's a theme in variations. <laughs> Panel, rectangular. <laughs> speech bubble, speech bubble point to John's head. Mm. Uh, John's saying with a, what I would, what I would characterize as a mischievous grin on his Incorrect. face. He says, do you know why you need me, Garfield? <laughs> a vaguely sinister question. It is, isn't it? Also, um, I mean, it's kind of a dumb question. Like, Garfield is a domesticated cat. He needs John for food and shelter. Yeah. <clears throat> John and provides it, Garfield with food, shelter, and medical all, care. All you know, truisms that uh, that neither of them mention mm. in, in answer to the question. Panel two, John, continuing in his line mm -hmm. of thought, says, I can sum it up in two words. Concord Sonata. Which, which he has already failed to do. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just blowing yeah. smoke at this point. I could do, make this nice and sweet, but... Or panel, sweet. panel three, same visuals, uh, except that Garfield is sort of snuggling John, mm -hmm. kind of. John happily says, quality companionship, whereas Garfield thinks, body heat. Yeah, they both answer the question. The name question. of a movie. They, they both answer the question according to the parameters that were laid out. Mm -hmm. Two words. Yep. Um... I can't tell if uh, this is cynical or like like hinting at real insight. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, Garfield is being cynical, right? Well, he doesn't have a sinister look on his face. I mean, that, he looks genuinely happy. Mm. Like he's not, he's not like putting one over on John. Wait, it's genuinely happy because he has a warm soft place to sleep and he's a cat but isn't that i mean you know one might say that's the very definition of quality companionship like may i guess what i'm saying you, is maybe they're you, not like you're it stipulating would seem that they're disagreeing you're, but maybe they're they're not you're stipulating that a quality companion is one whose body is not at absolute <laughs> zero degrees kelvin don't be obtuse, Chris. <laughs> what did you call me? Um, John, in the movie Body Heat, 1981, <laughs> in the midst of a searing Florida heat wave, a woman persuades her lover, a small-town lawyer, to mur murder her rich husband. It's directed by Lawrence Kasdan, stars William Hurt, Kathleen Turner, and Richard Crana. I haven't seen this movie. It actually looks pretty good. Lawrence Kasdan? You mean uh, the director of uh, The Empire Strikes Back? I don't that know. That Lawrence Kasdan? I mean, it's a Lawrence Kasdan. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emperor Strikes, Strikes Back. Empire Strikes oh, there Back. There you go. Known for Star Wars Episode Five, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Did he have something to do with that? Uh, nobody's ever heard of that. I don't, I don't know what I that don't is. know. 
Anyway, um, it's a pretty good movie. Anyway, a uh, bunch of stuff happened in this strip. I think I all I'm saying, Look, John, is nobody's trying to deny that in this strip. Garfield Jim Davis is predicting a movie <clears throat> that hasn't been released until two years later. So that's pretty impressive. He's predicting the Empire Strikes Back. No, the movie Body Heat, John. Because Empire that was uh. When was that? Was that 79 or 80? I mean... So, yeah, it hasn't here's here's what we're going to do, John. Way. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> okay. We're going to say, we're going to stipulate that The Empire Strikes Back was mm. released in 1972. And if any listeners would like <laughs> to correct us, they can send those corrections to chase at beingjimdavis.com. Okay. I think we might be done here. Um... I got nothing more to say about this one. Uh, I'm you glad there, that Chris. we talked about classical music <clears throat> for half an hour because I really don't have anything um, much to say about this strip. Yeah. Okay. Um, You're still trying to look up when The Empire Strikes Back was released, weren't you? Yeah, but I'm not trying very hard. I think it was 1980. I mean, uh, oh, I was clicking on that's the book. That's it's yeah. He wrote the book apparently. You've been book. listening and, and novelization. You've been listening. There was a novelization of today's Garfield strip. Of course, there was. You know the yeah, really confusing if, part what of if this. Podcast? Every strip, every single strip, became the subject of a novelization. <laughs> with thousands of Garfield novels floating out there. The part about today's today's episode of our podcast that didn't make sense to me uh-huh. was was you know when Luke Skywalker is on Dagobah, oh, he's, he's training, and it's like, oh god. How long is he there? He's he's there for like a week at most, right? I don't care about this subject. <laughs> okay. You've been you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Being Jim Davis. Help the happy Garfields are all alike. Every unhappy Garfield is unhappy in his own way. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. You can send us an email, info at beingjimdavis.com. All corrections to chase, C-H-A-S-E, at beingjimdavis.com. Please follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. Follow me at the Chris Winter. And follow me at Inscrutable Taco. Thank you for listening, and good night, wherever good night. you are. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we get started on classical music. It's just, it's hard to stop. Yeah. That's yeah. life, man. It's when you're so cultured. It's... We've got, just you and I, John, we've got culture coming out of our ass.